Welcome to Build for the Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach, Milton Stewart. What we do for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. I'm back. Oh my goodness. I'm back. It's been a while since I recorded. Life has been lifing. Things happen. And so I've been dealing with life. <laughs> but I am back with the episode and I want to start to give you pieces of Egypt that then I kind of got and received while I was there because I think it's important to share a lot of these because they're so rich into the inner work that we all are doing in Enneagram space. And so I want to go ahead and jump into some quick content, but something that's very important that came to me while I was in Egypt. And I was actually sitting having uh, lunch with Russ Hudson and, and Tamar. He's a board member from Egypt and uh, on the IEA board. And we were sitting and we were talking about something and eating some like nice, cool desserts or whatever. And what came up for me based on their conversation they were having was how we work and deal with the ego and how the inner work should lead us to. And so it's kind of a journey or process. So what I came up with was fight, wrestle, and dance. Because when you start to get serious about the inner work or something new pops up, within you and you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm like this or I do this or that's my pattern. I can't believe that. And many of you who've been doing the work for a while, you know that like you'll see something, you'll read about some about your personality. You'll be like, there's no way I could be like that. I don't do that, blah, blah, blah. And then you start to really think back and then some people reflect back to you and life reflects back that, oh, you are like that indeed. And matter of fact, you've been doing it quite a bit. And so there's this harsh realization almost to um, parts of us that are human and that we have been unconscious to. And so the amazing part about it is that if you are trying to do the work, one of the first visceral reactions is to like, I got to go to work. I got to fight whatever this is so I can make sure it doesn't happen. So the, the, the first or the knee jerk experience is to fight whatever it is internally or whatever patterns it is. It's like, I have to do like the opposite. And so this is where, when we do our inner work, you get these pendulum swings, right? You'll be over here on one area. You've been doing this for a while. And all of a sudden you're like, no, I cannot do that. And then you swing hard the other way. And then like you're doing total opposite because you're trying so hard to not do X, Y, Z or be a part of that or whatever. Right. And that huge pendulum swing is generally not a good choice <laughs> to stay there. Right. It's a part of the work as you find new parts of yourself that you're like, oh, my goodness, I got to work on that. That has been making decisions for my life or doing things and impacting people and, and myself in ways that are unhealthy. So the first thing is this fight. And if you think about fighting, you got to think about people, when, whenever there's a fight, someone's going to get hurt. The crazy part about this fight is that you're fighting yourself. So you're going to get hurt. You're going to be hurting yourself. And this looks like doing inner work where it's more it turns to be more repression than anything, right? You're trying to repress certain things and immerse certain things. It's, it's, a, it's a way that we are actually not really showing ourselves compassion or love. But you think about a fight, I mean, you're hitting yourself, body blows, fists, kicks, right? You're punched, like all these things, elbows, depending on what you use, your knees, all this type of stuff, right? All these different things. So there's a fight going on and you're fighting yourself. And within that fight, you know good and well, the outcome of that is generally not going to be great for, for you because you're fighting parts of yourself that you don't have to fight or need to fight. But this is a usually an instinctual 
um, response or you know, instinctual reaction to when we find something in ourselves that we find that hasn't been necessarily most beneficial or helpful for us or our community, right? And so that's the first thing. And, and so then in my mind, I said, okay, because I had plenty of times I fought myself, right? I, I can think of plenty of moments where I fought myself and I just went harsh and I was like, I got to do this to make sure I never do that or, or feel this way, all this type of stuff or do that, all that kind of stuff. Real hard on myself, right? Real mean on myself. That's how I started the growth work. When I first got into it, I really thought I had to be kind of mean to myself in a way, like really strict on myself in some ways and stuff. And, you know, it's better than doing nothing, I would say, to a degree than to doing nothing. But it's not going to get you where you're trying to get to, right? It'll produce another shadow from what you're doing that'll cause another impact that you have to work on as well. But anyway, the next one is wrestling, right? So now when you think about wrestling, wrestling is more intimate, right? You're closer now. Now wrestling, now you're in contact with yourself, right? And it's, I mean, there's someone trying to submit someone or trying to be the person on top or trying to win, but there's a deeper intimacy there. There's a more, there's a closeness to whatever you got going on. So it's like you're wrestling with your ego now, right? You're still trying to win and not trying to be subdued or submitted, but there's still some more intimacy here and you're not getting hurt in the way that you would get hurt in a straight fist, leg, knee, elbow fight, right? So it's a difference. So it's like now I'm wrestling with whatever this thing is, this pattern, this ego, this behavior, this emotion, this thought process that I've been having that hasn't necessarily been yielding the, the best fruit or helping me grow or helping people around me. Now I'm wrestling with it, right? And so I'm toiling, right? It's longer. Like if you've ever wrestled before, it's tiring. Yo, it is really tiring. You be trying so hard. You be like, oh my goodness, I just got to, if I could just do this. And you're thinking so hard and your emotions doing so much and your body is going all the place or you're doing all these things, but there's just wrestling with it, right? And so there's more intimacy. There's not this abundance of like, like super getting hurt and hurting ourselves in order to be okay or to move forward. But it's more of a, now I'm connected a little bit more with what's going on inside of me. Because remember, this is an internal thing that we're doing. So we're wrestling with things inside of us. And so this is a beautiful part of the process because now you have went from completely hurting yourself without empathy and compassion to now you may be trying to win in there, but you've got to have some respect for what's happening, right? So now you have a realization of what's happening with your ego and you're starting to figure out when you wrestle like this, what the ego is really trying to do. You know, what what was this coping or defense mechanism or this pattern trying to do or trying to get out of a situation? When you're fighting, you're not necessarily trying to get there. You're just trying to stop whatever it is, right? And so, but wrestling, now you're you're kind of getting in tune to seeing what is my ego, what is this pattern, what is my personality trying to do or trying to get out of this situation or out of this certain behavior or a certain way of thinking or emoting? What is it trying to get out of it? Because now you're right there with it. So now you're really getting to see how and what ways that it's actually doing that, right? So there's a wrestling there with it. It's like, okay, I see what's happening here. I see a little bit. So I'm going to try to make sure you don't do this, right? Because you're going to try to put me, and if you know anything about wrestling, you're going to try to put me in a certain submission or a certain way. And I'm going to do my best to not allow that, right? So that I won't be pinned or have to be made to do a certain thing or feel a certain way or whatever. So much more intimacy, right? When there. It's me again. 
in another one of those funny commercials to remind you that the Kaizen Community Enneagram program is having open sessions. I do two cohorts a year. In this program, you will feel heard, seen, and connected. You will leave the program with way more knowledge, a deeper level of growth, and some lifelong friends. To sign up and learn more, go to kaizen-enneagram-community.mn.co or see the show notes or the Instagram bio link tree. All right, back to the episode. And now the next part of the process, which is the part that is the most intimate, but it's the part where you start to work in harmony with what's going on inside is the dance portion. If you think about dancing, and I'm talking about a dance where you're dancing with someone, right? Dancing has the ability to help you to move in sync and in harmony with another part of you. And the best part of it is that now you're not fighting, so you're not hurting yourselves. Two, wrestling, you're not tiring yourself out so hard trying to win, trying to maneuver, but now you're moving and sinking. You're seeing where the ego is trying to go. And here's the thing. When you are dancing with someone, you have the ability to lead or to follow, depending on what's needed. So now you have a capacity and ability. And when you need to lead that part of you, that pattern, that personality, that ego, whatever that struggle is that you know, you're like, ooh, I got to work on this. Whatever it is, now you can dance with it. So now we're moving intact. It's like, okay, I see what you're doing, but we're going to go over here real quick because this is going to be the best response to the situation, not just a reaction. I see, I appreciate you. I, and I know you're trying to protect me, trying to cope with something, you know, but I've done enough work where I can make the decision in this situation, right? I'm good. And here's the thing. That's when you're leading the dance, right? And there are some situations that are so big that happen that are so instantaneous that the instincts need to lead for a moment to keep you safe, a defense, a coping mechanism, right? And so you can say, all right, in this moment, I'm going to let you lead, but I'm not going to let you be rogue, right? I I need this for this moment, right? So that I'm okay, but I'm not going to let you necessarily just lead and run amok. And so you had ability to pass off the lead, to another part of you while you're in a certain situation as you need, and then you can take the lead back, but you're moving in sync if you've ever seen a really beautiful dance. And so it's this real deep intimacy. And not only you're not, you're no longer really trying to figure out what the ego or what your pattern or what your personality is trying to do anymore. You're not trying to figure that out like you were when you were wrestling. What you're doing now, you understand because now you're in sync with that part of you, right? You have said, this is a part of me, right? It doesn't have to lead or control me, but it is a part of me. And how can I work with it for the best outcome for myself and my community, right? So this is where you start to move into fluidity, right? Where working that inner work on whatever part that is of you, it's not such a battle. Yo, like we get so, we we are so deeply cultured and conditioned to fighting ourselves and battling ourselves. And that's a that's a bigger culture thing, which I'm not going to get into, uh, especially in Western culture, especially in America. Oh, my goodness. But on top of that, we're also just we have this way of like trying to cut off parts of ourselves. Like if I could just stop my thinking or cut off my thinking, my, I can't cut it off or something. It's like you're not supposed to. Right. Or it's like, well, I got to fight that. I got to fight that. You're not going to win. You're fighting yourself. You're going to lose every time, no matter how good you are, because you're going to keep fighting yourself. So if you think about it from the lens of whenever we use these 
battle words and different things that we're doing. And there's a, it's a part of the process. Don't get me wrong. It's a part of the process. That initial reaction like, oh my goodness, oh no, right? But we cannot stay in fighting ourselves because you will not yield great results from it. You're not going to get the growth. You're not going to get the release. You're not going to get the liberation that you're truly seeking if it's always a fight against the personality. And I had to learn this big time because one of my biggest things, especially when I first started teaching Enneagram, even now, if you've been listening to me for a while, I'm very serious about doing the work. Like it's a big deal to me, right? But how you do the work is very important too. And so I used to have this way I did the work where it was so much fighting with myself, where it was like, oh, I just got to work harder because I got to. And you just say clenched up because this has somatic impacts on your body. Your body becomes resistant to what you're doing because you're fighting it instead of allowing yourself to notice what's going on. Right. And then you start to figure out you wrestle a little bit with it and then you start to dance with you. It's like, oh, OK, I see what's happening here. If we don't move and transition from fighting to wrestling and then to dancing with these different parts of us, we will never truly obtain that liberation we're talking about. Right. Because you're not going to defeat your ego, defeat your ego. Right. You're not going to defeat. And if you want to use another word beside ego, de- defense or really coping mechanism, because we got defense mechanism in Enneagram, too. But it's your coping mechanism with life. Right. It is the unconsciousness of those parts of us that makes it detrimental to us in our society. That's what it is. Consciously, some of those things, our personality, all these things, when we use them in a conscious way, they are actually gifts and talents that we have in this world a lot of times. But it's the unconsciousness that we don't know when it runs amok and it becomes it makes things selfish. It makes everything about the ego and not about how to make sure that we are personally okay. It makes it about the ego more than just our essence and and more than just other people. So it's very important for us to start to transition from <laughs> from all of that ugh, fighting ourselves to wrestling and to dancing with ourselves. So my question for you and my and my my invitation for you after listening to this is what part of you are you currently fighting? Okay. And how can you move from fighting to wrestling and eventually to dancing? And I think it's a process. I don't think you just jump to dancing because there's a process of like, there's something here I need to work on. I have to work on because I care. I I, want to do my work. But then there's a part of wrestling where I got to figure out what are you doing in my life for real and where are all the places that you've actually done stuff that I'm not aware. And then it becomes dancing because now you've integrated that part of you. What, right? Whatever pattern, personality, ego, whatever that part of you is, now you've integrated it. You've moved it to a place where now it is a part of you in a healthy way and not some ostracized part of you, not some part of you that's unconscious running amok doing whatever it wants and you don't notice. It is a now integrated in you and you understand it well. Okay, and you work with it. So those are my questions to you. What part of you are you fighting and how can you move it from fighting all the way through wrestling into dancing, right? So that you can start to do that work, that inner work in a way that's going to get you liberated, help you feel free, help you heal, all of this stuff, right? So, so important. So that's all I have for this episode, actually. I just kept it short and sweet. This is something that came up to me well, I was in Egypt, y'all, um, sitting at a table with Russ Hudson and uh, Tamara. So this is uh, really cool. It's something I definitely want to share with you all, and I, and I hope it it really helps you as well. Uh, the other, other thing is that um, there is the IEA conference coming up uh, July 20 through the 23rd, 2023 in San Francisco. If you're not able to come in person, love to see you there virtually. 
I will be there. People have asked me, am I going to it? And I'm like, I'm on the planning committee. <laughs> I think I think I'll be there. Um, so I'll definitely be there. Um, you'll see me either virtually or in person, depending if you if you are if you come, I would love to see you. Please shout out to me if you are coming. Let me know. Drop something on IG. Send me an email, whatever, so I can look for you and we can say hi or maybe even, you know, get a drink and eat something or something like that. That'd be real cool. So uh, thank you all for listening. Remember, if you have this hard resistance and you're fighting something in your body, remember, move through the process. Fight, wrestle, and dance and do it for the Enneagram, right? Do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course. And we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye.